0: Good morning. Umora uh, <laughs> San Bonani Tumelang. may I please just ask for uh, to bear with me. I'm older and I grew up in another era, <laughs> donkey. Uh, and and um, and I've been in, in, in the black church for the past 30-odd years, and I remember, I recall one day I did home visiting to one of the evangelists that we had, and I said, um, let's pray together, and he said, no, read the word first before we pray, and then I said, okay, let's open the word, and um, he said, but you can't read without something over your shoulders. You can't read the Bible with a short sleeve shirt on. Um, Mom, will you bring him something to wear? So they brought me this big jacket, and I put that on. And from that day on, I have never had anything else in my mind to wear whenever I read the Word of God and whenever I share it with somebody else. I've just got this thing in me that I don't want to do it. I don't want to... It's not that I'm looking down on anybody else it's just my personal experience i like to and i had a i had a um my wife's cousin nephew and cousin or something of that somewhere along the line it's a family member of her and um I remember her husband whenever he had quiet time in the evenings he'd go and have a shower and he'd put on his Night, not nighties, he, he's, he's sleeping gear, and, and before he prays, he'd go and put on his tracksuit. He said, he can't come before the Lord with his nighties on. So I'm uh, um, please forgive me for standing like this this morning. I feel quite at ease. If I make you uncomfortable, um, I ask for forgiveness for that one. Thank you for, for the privilege of being here with you today. To me, to share the Word of God is, is, a, is a passion. I just enjoy it. I love to be with, and I was enjoying the singing, and I must recommend, uh, where are you now? There. The way you led the worship, the praise and worship, it was awesome. Thanks a lot. I really, uh, it was, to me, was it uh, a wonderful experience. Uh you know being amongst Tosa speaking people, you can't really share the word if you haven't been can I use the word psyched up? No, it's not psyched up. But it's spiritually lifted up. Uh so so the singing was to me it was a blessing thanks a lot thank you for coming this morning as well you needn't be here you could have been at the beach you could have been in the mall you could have been anywhere else but the fact that you came this morning i just want to applaud you for that and thank you um welcome i feel welcome it's nice to be with you thank you for this uh, opportunity And and it's my prayer as well that um, the Bible is a message from God. It's a message. And this is also a message, but it's a message that God gave to me to share with you, yes. But it's in the end, the message must hit something. You must internalize the message. And it's my prayer this morning that, that that God gave me, that he gave to Paul, that I could understand what Paul was saying, that you will take it home with you today. And yet cheese. don't rethink it. Go and work it through and internalize it for yourself. Make it your own. Then the message becomes tangible and it becomes, it makes a difference. In your life. May that happen today as well. Uh, the, the, the sermon that uh, got placed on my heart and that I've been sharing as well the past time is to determine what is my identity in Christ. What is my identity, but in Christ? And, and Paul wants to bring that to us today through the book of Ephesians. What is my identity? And, and, and uh, if you can look around you, if you look at people that don't know who they are, people that are doubting their identities, they are problem makers. they people that, that cause havoc where, wherever they go. They, they want to join uh, gangster groups. They want to join them. They want to be in with the groups, because they're searching for identities, they they don't know really who they are, they doubt themselves, and in the doubting they cause havoc, because they are forever sought, they they causing people, they're causing trouble amongst other people, because they don't know who they are, and by searching for this, who am I, they become problematic. You find it even in church, that if nobody if, if, if somebody doesn't know who he or she is in Christ, they forever doubting what is happening through the leadership, uh, the vision, and, and they forever sort of causing problems because they don't know who they are. And Paul wanted to bring that message over to the Ephesians. So I hope that something of that will come through, uh, will happen today, that that you will find something of that identity in Christ. Who am I? And I've got a translation here that I'd like to read out of uh, an English translation. It's the Life Application Bible. Um, It's a Living Bible translation. And Ephesians 1 Verse 3 through to 14 reads as follows. How we praise God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every blessing in heaven because we belong to Christ. Long ago, even before he made the world, God chose us to be His very own through what Christ would do for us. He decided then to make us holy in His eyes without a single fault, we who stand before Him covered with His love. I mean, that to me is awesome. His unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. And he did this because he wanted to. I hope you understand. We'll get back to it. Verse 6. Now all praise to God for His wonderful kindness to us, and His favor that He has poured out upon us, because we belong to Him, to His dearly loved Son. So overflowing is His kindness toward us, that He took away all our sins through the blood of His Son, by whom we are saved. And He has showered upon us the richness of His grace for how well He understands us and knows what is best for us at all times. God has told us His secret reason for sending Christ, a plan He decided on in mercy long ago. And this was his purpose that when the time is ripe he will gather us all together for wherever we, from wherever we are in heaven or on earth to be with him in Christ forever Moreover because of what Christ has done we have been listen to this Moreover because of what Christ has done We have become gifts to God that He delights in. For as part of God's sovereign plan, we were chosen from the beginning to be His. And all this happens just as He decided long ago. God's purpose is this. In this was that We should praise God and give glory to Him for doing these mighty things for us who were the first to trust in Christ. And then first verse 13 and 14. And because of what Christ did, all you others too who heard the good news about how He how to be saved and trust Christ, were marked as belonging to Christ by the Holy Spirit, who long ago had been promised to all of us Christians. His presence with us is God's guarantee that He really will give us all that He promised. And the Spirit's seal upon us means that God has already purchased us and that He guarantees to bring us to Himself. This is just one more reason for us to praise our glorious God. I want to take out six points that. Paul emphasizes in this passage. He emphasizes, uh, and you can carry on if you look at the rest of the passage right through, in fact, the, thir- the three uh, chapters in the, th- the first three chapters of, of Ephesians. Paul wants to come and clarify our identity in Christ. Who are we? What are we? That that he he wants to share that. So I'm just taking out six in this first passage. The rest you can go and search for yourself as well. There are awesome points there that, that, that he wants to emphasize and just wants to point out to you and just give you your identity in Christ. The first one that he makes mention of is that we have been blessed with all the blessings, with all the sieningen our us in Christus Jesus, onse here. Die We've been blessed with all the blessings, in Christ, through the Holy Spirit. All the blessings in heaven. That, that to me is, it just gives me a wow, just to realize that God has blessed me. There's a Greek word that is used only for God, And that is eulogetos. Eulogetos means that God is the blessing. God is the fountain where the blessings are poured out of. All I have to do is go and hold my mug under this blessing and God just pours out his blessings on me. He is the fountain of blessing. And how do I uh, repay him? I just praise him. And in the process of praising God, he he, he's just he's just been he's just been lifted up, and he's been recognized for the blessings he's pouring out on me. And and it's it's not that I have done anything to receive it. God is blessing me with all the blessings there are in heaven through Christ by the mean by means of the powerful indwelling of Holy Spirit. So he's blessing, I've done nothing to receive the blessings, he is just pouring it out on me. And what are the blessings? It's not blessings of, uh, we like to go and think of blessings that it's materialistic, that it's got to do with jobs, it's got to do with children, it's got to do with, with all the human things. And you, It's not that. He blesses me because he wants to bless me. In Matthew 6, uh, 33, he says, Seek thee first the kingdom of God, and all the rest will be poured out on you. God wants to bless you because you are searching for his blessing. And that is what the blessing, and he says, he's already blessed us. And that's a wow. My identity in Christ is to know I'm walking under the blessing of God. He's forever pouring out his blessings on me. The second point that he makes here. Is says that I have been made, and I want to emphasize, every time I want to emphasize the passive situation I find myself in. God is blessing me. God is making me holy. This is what Paul says here. He says, God is making me holy and acceptable to Him. He's made me holy in His eyes without a single fault. I walk in front of God, and all he sees is, you know that, you Juleitie, jy was vres stout op school, jy het jou male groot moeilijkheid gegeen, jy was a pain in the butt, maar ek kyk na jou, en ek sien ek vir jou raak, as sonder foute, en sonder smet, jy het vlekkeloos vir my, ou na baas, en ek sien vir jou raak, en jy so okay, kei hoor, and this is that's how God looks at me. He sees me and he accepts me as holy without a single fault. And what does he do? He embraces me with his love. He says, I love you. You are awesome to me. God is looking at you, at me, and he's saying, never mind what the world says about you. To me, you are awesome. You're the best. I don't see anything. I don't want to see anything. I can't see anything because I've embraced you with my love. The third point that he makes here is he says in verse 3, he goes, at least verse 5, he says, God has adopted us. And you know what happens with adoption? especially in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, it was like that. If you have been adopted, you become a full inheritor of the inheritance of the father and the mother that have adopted you. You become a full member of that family, not just an adoptee. You, you don't work, walk around with this label of, I've been adopted. I'm one of those that, I don't really belong to this family. I'm a, I've been adopted. You don't. You walk around you say, I belong to the Van Skalkwijk family. I am a Van Skalkwijk. I have been changed. I am a Christian. I belong to Christ. I don't doubt my identity. I know that I belong to him because he has bestowed upon me my inheritance. He has adopted me and he's accepted me. And I know that I belong to Christ. I don't doubt myself. I walk around with my chest open and say, I am a Christian. I am Christ's family. Why does he do this? And I, I, I want you to, to see how he, he sort of progresses forward, how he moves forward. He says the next point is, because he has adopted me, because he has seen me as, as sinless, because he has blessed me, he's taken away my sins. He's taken away my sins. I don't sin. I had a very good friend, and I remember when Parsons one day said to me, Kourbis, you know what? I cannot sin anymore. And I looked at him and I said, that's, that's, a, that's a tough call. But then I realized, and I've internalized it for myself as well, because I heard what he said was, he said, I cannot sin anymore because to sin hurts me, because I know sinning hurts God, and God has taken away sin from me, so I cannot sin anymore. I cannot not stop at a stop street. I cannot not stop at a red robot. I cannot not drive at 120 if I'm permitted to do that. I cannot not drive at 60 kilometers an hour. I cannot not speak of other people. I cannot gossip. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot because God has taken it away from me. And I'm not testing God every time to say, God, uh, you know, I I saw this guy today and I got so angry for the guy that drove in front of me and I saw at him. God, please forgive me. Tomorrow I'll do it again. And Johan said, Kubis, I cannot sin anymore because I know what God went through by sending Christ for my sins. And that was a wake-up call for me. I cannot sin anymore because God has taken it away. And I cannot keep reminding Him, saying, God, please forgive me, please forgive me, please forgive me. I become a eh? Perpetual sinner. The fifth point that He says yeah. And this is, this is to me, this is a really, a wow. The first point he says, moreover in verse 11 and verse 10, they they go together, verse 10 and 11 says, uh, and this was his promise, that when the time is ripe, he will gather us all together from wherever we are, in heaven or on earth, to be with him in Christ forever moreover, because of what Christ has done, we have become gifts to God that He delights in. Kan jy dat jou, in jou wilste drome, kan jy dat vir jouzelf inding, dat God opgewonde raak oor jou, oor dat jy vir hom geskenk is? O sê si, sê, si, po, koot po, en doe jou vooi aan hou, God looks at you and He looks at me and He says, you are a gift to me. God accepts me as a gift to Him. That's my identity to realize that I am a gift to God and God delights. He delights in me. He delights in me and He says, hey, you make me excited. It's like this child opening this lucky packet or Christmas packet, he tears the paper and when he looks at it, he says, wow, I am so excited about this present, dad, mom, I didn't realize you bought me. God looks at you and he tears open the paper and he says, you are a gift to me. That's God looking down upon you and upon me and saying, hey, you, you, you okay, I like you, man. I want to play with you. I want to be with you. I want to walk with you. I want to just be there because you make me excited. He is satisfied with you and with me. And my close this morning when he says in the last passage here, he says, we are marked. In the um, olden days, they had a seal ring that if you um, went and bought some stuff, the person will have his seal ring and he'll put it on whatever there was. But by doing that, they, the seal ring will say, Listen, yeah, uh, all the costs involved in uh, the articles that have been bought, yeah, this seal seals the deal by saying, I will pay for whatever is needed for this. God says in this passage, I have marked you. I have put my mark I have earmarked you I have burnt you on your but can I say but but he's marked you and you're walking around with this mark on your ear as they mark sheep and goats you've got this tattoo on your I'm not promoting tattoos please but God has tattooed you by saying, you are mine and I am your, you belong to me. And I'm not scared. I'm not I'm not worried about what the people are going to say, whether they're going to laugh at the tattoo that is on you. You are marked to be mine and you will forever be mine because my mark is on you. And you can walk around. You can open that up. You can show the mark. You can just say to them, listen, yeah, this is the mark. And that's not the mark of the beast. No, it's God's mark through the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed on the cross. That mark is on you. Like the Israelites, when they painted the blood on the uh, doorposts and the, the angel of death moved past, Jesus has marked us with his blood and we belong to him. And there's my identity. And because I know who I am, I can walk. Boldly. I've got this boldness in me. I know who I am. I know that I belong. I know that I can believe in this Christ. I know that I can behave myself because I belong to Christ. May we experience something of this, that God, this wonderful God, that he looks down upon you and upon me. And he says, you, I love you because you're a gift to me, and I become so excited because of what you are. May God bless you, be with you all, and may He just empower us and just give us this boldness to go and say, it's wonderful to be Christ's children.